Episode 8, Childhood Confessions, originally posted on August 7, 2012. Okay, yes, I admit, I liked Care Bears. I actually still do. Honest, I'm pretty secure in my manhood to admit to the entire World Wide Web that I like Care Bears. So there. I first got introduced to Care Bears through this commercial I saw that was snuck in a cartoon bootleg Betamax tape I rented. I guess the bootlegger probably was just too lazy to press pause on the commercials. I think at that time I was really into Ewoks, more on that later. And so these bears kinda reminded me of them, except these guys were colored and had symbols on their tummies. And I know this commercial was obviously directed towards girls, but what can I say? I was a sucker for small posable bears and bear-like creatures, I guess. I'm not exactly sure how I amassed my collection of Care Bear action figures, because I really don't remember actually seeing them in stores or getting them from my parents. I don't know, maybe I convinced one of my friends to share his bears with me, but I did manage to snag a number of them. And it wasn't just the figures. I totally bought into the whole Care Bear scene. I was into the cartoons and movies. My appreciation for them increased tenfold when I found out that they could shoot energy beams from their bellies. I even remember owning a cassette tape with each bear singing a song about themselves. Even to this day, I can name you the original 10 bears, the three other bears that followed after them, and all the Care Bear cousins off the top of my head. I later learned that my extensive knowledge of bears turned out to be an effective way to impress girls. Yup. I was that into them. But I did draw the line on stuffed toys. Now those were for girls. Funny story I remember to this day. My favorite Care Bear was and still is Good Luck Bear. So naturally I had his action figure. Anyway, I also had this other obscure action figure from a line called Lords of Light. Their gimmick was they had a hollow translucent body which you could make glow by putting in one of those green liquid glow sticks. Remember those? They were little or big plastic rods with green liquid inside of them, and when you bent them, they would glow. So anyway, I thought I could achieve the same effect with my good luck bear. So I popped off his head, stuffed a glow stick inside, and ta-da! I had a glowing good luck bear. Of course, that wasn't enough for me, and I decided to take things a step further. I reasoned, if I could break open the plastic tube, and slather all that green liquid onto my good luck bear's tummy, I could make him glow. Permanently. Well, it sounded like a reasonable plan, right? So with a lot of effort, I managed to crack open one of the glow tubes and began to pour the green liquid onto my good luck bear's belly. And I rubbed, and I rubbed, until his damn clover started to disappear. Before I knew what was happening, it was completely gone. I was devastated. And from that day on, sadly, good luck was just half the bear he used to be. Anyway, eventually, as I grew older, my friends started making fun of me for liking Care Bears. And so I was forced to shove my love, yeah, I said love, for these bears into the dark, deep recesses of my childhood subconsciousness. Never to resurface until the day it was safe to admit that, yes, I love Care Bears. But not as much as Transformers, G.I. Joe, and He-Man. Les Shroofs, or better known as the Smurfs, were small and blue and came from a magical forest, or any toy store that would sell them. Other than that, 
There really isn't much to say about these guys. They weren't really action figures per se, but there were literally hundreds of them, all unique. They had a cartoon show that I watched every Saturday morning, comic books, board games, and even a cereal that would turn your poop blue and red. This was the magical formula for winning over a young collector's heart. Plus, although they were basically little statues, the fact that they were little meant that I could carry a bunch of them wherever I went, and they were cheap enough to convince my parents to get me a smurf here and there whenever I saw them in some random store. Since there really isn't really much to say about me collecting smurfs, I had a lot of them, I'll just put down some random stuff about me and my smurfs. I got my first smurf during a trip to the US. I picked out a masked and caped smurf out of a sea of blue thinking he was a super smurf or something. Back then, we didn't have any of that blind bag nonsense. They were all just there for you to get whichever smurf you wanted. As it turned out, he wasn't a superhero. He was Spy Smurf. Here's a little challenge for you. Try humming the Smurf theme song back to back with the opening riff of Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band. While you're at it, try switching between the themes of Star Wars and Superman. Probably my favorite and most memorable Smurf episode was the one about purple Smurfs. There was this little purple fly that bit a random Smurf and it turned him purple and insane. He would hop around shouting, GNAP! and bite other Smurfs on their tails and infected them too. Eventually, the whole village turned purple. Classic. I think I got inspired by that cartoon and went off to bite my brother as well in the hopes that he'd turn purple too. Thanks for checking out Stories from the Toy Shelf Redux. For more stories, please like and subscribe to this channel. Click on the notification bell for updates or visit my website at storiesfromthetoyshelf.com and follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next one.